Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com. And now, here's this week's student ministry sermon. Uh, earlier, when I was out in the lobby, I saw some people doing push-ups. Um, anybody get over 15 push-ups? Not impressed. Anybody get over 25 push-ups? Still not that impressed. Okay, my grandma can do like 40. Did anybody get over 30 push-ups? 40 push-ups. Who's lying right now? Brayden, thank you for being honest. Push-ups. Very good. Very good. Well, hey, um, we have some people in the room tonight, and it is their very first time at Christ Church Students. So for the rest of you who have been here for a while, would you please clap your hands and make a lot of noise to welcome them into the room tonight. So glad you guys are here with us. Now, I have brought with me some pictures. I would like to show you these pictures. They are baby pictures of uh, famous people, people that you might recognize now. But I want to see if you can recognize them when they were a baby. So if I could get the first picture up there, please. I'm curious. Who is this person? I heard, I heard, I, I heard the Biebs. Is it the Biebs? Who is it? Hey, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. Okay, can I get the next kid picture up there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was Kanye too. So who is this person? It is Taylor Swift. Now, the next person is a famous rapper. I'm not going to give you any hints as other than that. Who is this? Huh? Who is this famous rapper? He's a famous rapper. He says, hotline bling, one dance. Who is it? It's me. I'm a famous rapper. Transformation. Transformation. We can take that down. That scares me. It's like I'm shooting myself. That's so weird. Transformation takes place in the life of every individual. And tonight I want to tell you that that redemption is transformative. And if you don't hear anything else tonight, I want you to hear this. You have a storyline bookmark, so write it down on that bookmark. This is what I want you to hear. Jesus redeems us to live holy lives. Jesus redeems us to live holy lives. Redeem and holy are two words that you might have talked about in your connection group tonight. Big words. Redeem means to buy something back. And holy means to be set apart for God. Tonight we're going to talk about those two words and how Jesus redeems us to live holy lives. But before we do that, we are going to pray to God. And I'm not just going to pray. I want you to pray as well. So I'm going to ask you to put your hands out just like this. And I'm going to pray to God. I'm going to say a line, and I want you to repeat that line back to God as a prayer. Here we go. Dear Jesus, thank you for loving me. Jesus, thank you for redeeming people. God, thank you for letting us live holy lives. Help me to focus on you, Jesus. I'm here because of you, Jesus. And it's in your name I pray. Amen. 
Dupree, join me on the stage, please. I would love to get this microphone working. This is my buddy Dupree. Everybody say, sup, Pree. Dupree has volunteered to read from the Bible. If you have your Bible with you, I'd love for you guys to read your Bible. Turn it to Titus chapter 2. Titus chapter 2, verses 11 through 14. It's also on your storyline bookmark. But Dupree is going to read it from the screen. So without further ado, Dupree, will you read this for us? For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age. While we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. Oh, yeah. Give it up for Dupree. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. You can go join your fellow homies over there. Titus 2.11. Let me say it again. If you didn't get it written down on your storyline bookmark, this is what I want you to hear. Give me your ears. Jesus redeems us to live holy lives. Jesus redeems us. God decided 2,000 years ago that he did not want the people that he loves to live in the messes that they created with their sin. So God had a plan, and his plan was to perform the greatest rescue mission in the history of the world. And he sent his one and only son, Jesus, down here to earth. And Jesus died on a cross to take the sin that we committed, to take the punishment for that sin. And then Jesus rose from the dead, redeeming us, buying us back from Satan and giving us right to God. Jesus redeemed us. Jesus, when he redeems us, though, he gives us the opportunity to live holy lives. He doesn't just redeem us. Jesus did not come so that we can continue to live in our sin and be stuck in our struggle. Jesus redeems us to live holy lives, lives that are set apart for God. So when Jesus redeems bad things, he makes them good. When Jesus redeems ugly things, he makes them beautiful. And when Jesus redeems people, he makes them holy. Last week, we talked about struggles. And this week, we get to talk about the best part, redemption. How Jesus redeems us from those struggles that we talked about last week. Just like Jesus redeemed us, redeemed the five disciples that we talked about last week. Matthew, James and John, the sons of thunder, Thomas, and Peter. If you remember... My friend Matthew, his struggle was loneliness. Matthew was a Jew, and he worked for the Romans. The Romans hated the Jews, and the Jews hated the Romans, so Matthew was stuck in the middle. Nobody wanted to be his friend. But Matthew decided to give himself to Jesus, everything that he was. And when he gave himself to Jesus, he gave Jesus his struggle of loneliness. And when Matthew gave Jesus his struggle of loneliness, Jesus redeemed Matthew. And when Jesus redeemed Matthew, he gave Matthew the life of acceptance, being accepted by other people, but also not just being accepted, being accepting of other people. Because some of us struggle with gossiping, some of us struggle with bullying, some of us kick other people out of groups because we don't think they're cool enough. When Jesus redeemed Matthew from loneliness, 
He gave him a life of acceptance, a holy life of acceptance. And when Jesus redeems people, just like he redeemed Matthew, he gives them a holy life. And he doesn't just redeem them so that they can be cool or whatever. Jesus redeems people so that they live lives set apart to live for him. Another disciple that we talked about, they're actually brothers, James and John. Their struggle was selfishness. Last week I asked if anybody else in here struggled with selfishness, and almost like 90% of you raised your hand, so I know you relate to James and John. They struggled with selfishness. But like Matthew, the sons of thunder decided to give themselves to Jesus. And when they gave themselves to Jesus, Jesus redeemed them. So they no longer lived a life of selfishness, but they lived a life of selflessness. A life marked not by serving their own interests or serving themselves or whatever they wanted to do, but a life marked by serving other people and putting other people before themselves. Because like I've been saying, Jesus redeems us to live holy lives, lives set apart for God. Another disciple that we talked about was Thomas. Some of you guys relate to Thomas because Thomas doubted that Jesus even rose from the dead. He wasn't sure if Jesus really was who he said he was. But Thomas, after he met the resurrected Jesus, decided to give himself to Jesus. And when Thomas gave himself to Jesus, Jesus redeemed Thomas to live a life full of trust. Jesus redeemed Thomas not to be a doubter anymore, but to trust in who he said he was and to live a life full of trust in Christ. And when Thomas lived that life full of trust in Christ, he was holy and he told other people about this resurrected Jesus. Went from doubting who Jesus was to helping other people follow Jesus. And the last disciple we're talking about is Peter. Peter's probably the most well-known disciple. And because he's probably the most well-known disciple, we make fun of Peter a lot. Because everybody knows that Peter had a big mouth. Peter said things that he didn't back up. He made claims and then he would just totally abandon those claims like, Jesus, I will never leave you. And then he said, I don't know Jesus. I don't know Jesus. I don't know Jesus in the rooster crowed. But Peter as well, he decided to give his life to Jesus. And when Peter gave his life to Jesus, Jesus redeemed Peter. And he took him from having big faith to having a big mouth. Wait. He took him from having a big mouth to having big faith. Peter would say things about Jesus now. And instead of just having a mouth, just talking about it, he actually walked the walk. He did what he said that he was going to do. Jesus redeemed Peter to have big faith, to have bold confidence in God. All five of these disciples had struggles. They were stuck in their struggles, stuck in their sin. And God decided that he did not want them to live in that sin any longer. He did not want them to live in the struggles that they had, but they gave themselves to Jesus, and Jesus redeemed them to live holy lives. And now my question is, what about you? Because I know that every single one of us in this room has or has had struggles. And some of you have chosen to give yourselves to Jesus. You gave yourself to Jesus, and then he redeemed you to live a holy life. My question is, are you living that holy life? And then there's others of us in this room who've never given ourselves to Jesus, so there's no way we're even on this clothesline yet. We haven't given Jesus the opportunity to help us live a holy life because we're not giving ourselves to Jesus. And every single one of us has been stuck in struggle, stuck in sin at some point in our life. And I would bet 
that those of you who are still stuck in your struggle or stuck in your sin or stuck in your old habit after you gave yourself to Jesus, I would bet that you want to change. I would bet that you want to transform. Because Jesus redeems us to live holy lives. Redemption is transformative. And when you are redeemed by Jesus, you no longer look like the person that you used to be. You are a totally different person. Jesus redeems us to live holy lives. And I don't know what your struggle is or what your struggle was. Maybe some of you gave yourselves to Jesus. You put your struggle, your life, you gave it to Jesus, and Jesus redeemed you to live a holy life. He gave you a brand new slate. Maybe this said gossiper. Or maybe this said child of divorce. Or maybe this said bully. Or maybe this said cheater or liar. I don't know what your sin was. I don't know what your struggle was. But I do know this. Jesus wants to redeem you to live a holy life. And when you give yourself to Jesus, you join the ranks of the disciples that we just talked about. Matthew, the sons of thunder, Thomas, and Peter. Just like they were redeemed by Jesus, when you give yourself to Jesus, when you give your struggle to Jesus, Jesus will redeem you to live a holy life. Not just a life stuck in what you used to live, but a life that is totally different. A life that is glorifying to God. A life that is used to help other people know Jesus. And some of you aren't even on the clothesline right now because you've never given yourself to Jesus. But I would bet, because I've experienced it too, that every single one of us wants to be redeemed by Christ. We want to be redeemed by Jesus. We don't want to stay stuck in the sin, stuck in the struggle. And what I want you to do, the band's about to lead us in a worship song. And during this song, I just want you to stay seated where you are. You can sing along, but don't get up, don't move around. And there's some of you that I want you to think about this question. Tonight, do I want to give myself to Jesus? You've never done it before. Never given yourself, never said, Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. And I want to follow you with everything that you are. I want to be baptized. Some of you have never said that before. And during this next song, I want you to think about that question. Do I want Jesus to redeem me? And if the answer to that is yes, and I'm going to come back out after this song, I'm going to tell you what you need to do. There's others of you who have given yourself to Jesus, and Jesus put you up on this clothesline, but you took it down. You decided, I, I don't want to live that holy life that Jesus has for me. I want to stay stuck in the struggle. I want to stay stuck in the sin. At first I said, Jesus redeemed me, but now, I, but maybe tonight, maybe tonight you want to be put back up on this clothesline. Maybe tonight you want Jesus to help you live the holy life that he intended you to live from the birth, from creation. 2,000 years ago, God said, I don't want them to live like that. I don't want them to stay stuck in their sin or stuck in their struggle. And so during this next song, think about this question. Do I want to be redeemed by Jesus? Do I want to live a holy life? Think about that song and continue to worship with the band. Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com.